Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that anyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world But people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. For everyone who does does wicked things hates the light, does not come toward the light, so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We have just heard some of the most beautiful words in a poem in all of Scripture in the second reading. So let me tell you a little bit about some of the features that are in these verses. So the first three verses speak of human desolation and despair and death. Sin has led us on a course to destruction and death. Allow me to give you an analogy of what's happening in these three verses. Picture yourself in a propeller plane. A hurricane force wind hits the plane, and now it's in a tailspin going toward the earth. There's nothing you can do to to, to fix the situation. You're about to die. Now, in these three verses... The treasure lies in the detail. In these three verses, there's no verb. There's no verb. There's no sentence. There's just a bunch of clauses that are stuck together. There's no complete thought. No, the verb doesn't come until verse 4. And that the verb is the one that controls everything that happens in the first three verses. Do you remember what the verb was? It's this. God loved us. You see, that changes everything. That changes impossible situations. Let's go back to the plane analogy. So there you are, you're about to, you're about to uh, be, you crash. Just before impact, the plane suddenly lands safely. You embark, and you're in Aruba with a full-paid vacation. <laughs> and you say to yourself, what happened? We didn't see that coming. I'll tell you what happened. God loved us. 
So the meaning of, of, the, of this very beautiful poem that we heard in the, in the second reading is this, that sometimes things are out of control in our life. Sometimes that, that, we, uh, that we, everything is absolutely completely out of our hands. And it's okay to need God. There's nothing to be ashamed of to depend on God. You know, when we go to confession, we bring in a list of sins. And sometimes the bigger the list, the better. Because we can take that list and say to God, you see this? Do you see this? I'm a mess. My life is out of control. I need you. God loves that prayer. My first assignment was in Avenel, New Jersey. I was there for five years, and after about five years, my provincial came to visit me and, and asked me if I would come to Boston. He said there was a lot of repairs that, needed, that were needed in the, in the place. We needed a new uh, heating system. The, the electrical was gone. The plumbing was terrible. It was depressing to even live here. And he says, I know I'm asking you to do a lot, but think about it before you give me an answer. So I thought about it, and the more I thought about it, the more I thought it was going to be a really bad idea because I didn't see how I was going to be successful at this because I didn't have the resources to do it. I didn't have the money to do, to, to do all of this stuff. And I thought that I was being set up for failure. It was like, things, it's like telling me to write a letter, but then saying, well, you have to make the pen to write the letter as well. And so I wanted to make sure that I got the answer right. I didn't want to just say no. So what I did is I went to the holiest man I could find on the planet. I went to a monastery, Cistercian monks, where they pray all day, and I found a brother there, Brother David. And I said, can I see you for about five minutes? So he agreed to see me, and I said to him, I said, look, my boss, my provincial, wants to assign me to Boston. But I don't think it's going to be a very good idea because I don't have the resources to do the, the work that I'm supposed to do there, and I think I'm being set up for failure. On top of that, I love the place where I'm working now. I started up one of the, uh, one of the most the strongest and probably one of the, uh, the most uh, effective youth ministry programs in the whole diocese. I have a Bible study in the prison, and it's really helping them and encouraging them in their depression. I said, also, the people are going to be very disappointed if I tell them I'm going to go to Boston. I don't want to disappoint them. So I said to him, so, what do you think? And he said to me, Peter, go to Boston. I couldn't believe what he said. I said, did he not listen to what I said? Is he, uh, is he, is he not hearing me? Is he drifting in and out of the conversation? <laughs> did he not hear all the details? And he continued, he said, Peter, remember when, you, uh, when they told you to start a youth group, did you have a clue what to do? I said, no. He said, when you went to the prison for the first time, did they give you any training to be able to do Bible studies there and uh, deal with, with uh, inmates? I go, I got no training. He said, remember your first wedding? Were you nervous? I said, yes, I was. And he said to me, Peter, go to Boston because you'll need God again.
and I went to Boston. It was the best decision I ever made. Every time we need God in our life, we go to God. We can say at the end of the day, God, look what you and I did today. Sometimes in life, things are absolutely, completely, totally out of our hands. And in those moments, it's okay to need God. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Because God promised, I will love you. So use the promise. Use the promise.